My name is Miranda Quinta. My whole life, I've been able to see into the future and the minds of those around me. Never considered these powers a gift, but now the people in my city are threatened by a powerful psychic, and I might be the only one that can stop them. This is the hero Miravision. I won't just see the future. I'll make it. Hello, you are listening to We Play RPGs, specifically Miravision, a superhero adventure, uh, the superhero adventure hour. I am your host, Eli, joined by Celine. And this episode, like many episodes, are brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. Uh, Celine, I know you haven't gotten to use their dice yet, but uh, I have a set of their uh amethyst dice and they're not just oh, colored yeah. like amethyst they are actual amethyst like you can see the imperfections on the inside of them and oh wow on, that's yeah and on, on the ones like the d4 because it's so small it almost looks clear and uh we got it's called like rainbow night or something like that for uh jason who is in the prime podcast prismatic guard and uh, it's all the same type of stone, but it's just like a bunch of different rainbow colors. Oh my gosh, that sounds so dope. Yeah, and uh, if people go to MetallicDiceGames.com and use the the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, they get 10% off the entire order. Nice, I'll have to remember that. Yeah, and uh, we are also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee. Uh, I'm actually drinking their Inspiration coffee right now it's all like D themed um with the including D artwork where they credit the artist on each bag which is that always is. appreciated yeah once we get moved and settle in i'm planning on ordering a cup because i found my french press so i'm super excited Ooh. to to try it yeah yeah this uh i either face step or uh initiative is my favorite but this uh, inspiration is really good. I'm not, I don't remember all the flavor notes, but it's a, it's a light enough roast and the flavor is full enough that I don't, I didn't even put any like creamer or sugar in it. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm just drinking it. So that's really cool. And if you go to uh, foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward, you get 10% off your entire order. Heck yeah. Uh, and you can, and they're, uh, they're sample bags. They're two ounce bags. They make three or four cups of coffee, uh, so you really get to sample it. Nice. Uh, but now into the episode. Uh, last time, you had entered Henry's Mindscape and were playing a cat and mouse game with the Phantasm, um, but he had finally tired of the game and was simply going to try and kill you. Yes, and... that, that's... That's right, that's right, that's right. Let me pull up his character sheet. Uh, you go first, because your quick is higher than his. Okay. And to remind everyone, uh, you're, you're in their mindscape, but it seems, it looks, at the moment anyway, like the foyer to a mansion. Okay. I think I had already tried the chandelier thing, right? Yeah. Well, the chandelier is back. Oh. Um, so if you wanted to try that again, you most certainly could. We're going to try that again. That's fair. If it didn't work the first time, the only thing I can think to do is, well, let's do it again. Go ahead and uh, remind everybody what the chandelier thing is. Oh, man, now I'm trying to remember what I was trying to do. Um, I'm pretty sure I was trying to either trap him or electrocute him. Um, well, you could do both, just, you know, one and then the other. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and trap him with okay. the uh, chandelier. All right. I'm going to uh, go ahead and... Oh. What is he going to do? He is going to uh, attempt to 
force the chandelier into a different direction. Uh, he's probably not going to. Um, go ahead and roll clever for me. So I rolled a negative two, uh, but with my plus three, that's a one. All right. Well, he w- rolled a negative one with his plus three is a two. Okay. Uh, so you you pull the chandelier down, and as it's coming down, it shapes itself into this like bird cage. Um, about to fall on him, and before it does, he waves his hand over his head, and it goes, it just 90 degree turns and slams into the wall. Uh, but now it is up to you. Is it uh, Henry's turn, or the Phantasm's turn? Okay, Henry. Uh, let's see what you got. Alright. Uh, Henry throws his hands out towards the Phantasm, and these uh, uh, fluid in their like very organic moving, but clearly made out of the marble floor tendrils shoot out to uh, pierce the phantasm. And he is going, the phantasm is going to attempt to just shatter them, like harden himself against this attack. Well, uh, Henry got a four and the phantasm got a one. Come through, Henry. Yeah, so uh, this thing just stabs uh, deeply into the phantasm. And when the phantasm yells out in pain, there's actually a, say, physical, for the sake of things, a physical ripple through the environment. But now that it is the phantasm's turn, uh, he, you see those tendrils instead of stabbing through him, become a part of him, and they rip up out of the floor by Henry and attempt to grab onto him. And Henry attempts to very quickly become vapor and just dissipate through these tendrils and away from them. Oh, not good. Uh, the Phantasm got a four, and Henry got a minus one. So, these tendrils... Henry attempts, but the tendrils grab onto him and squeeze, and Henry roars out and seems... Again, there's this, like, ripple through the, uh, room when Henry yells out in pain, but he seems disoriented or dazed for the moment. But it is now Henry's turn. The Phantasm chooses Henry to go next, and Henry is going to attempt to escape. Okay. Uh, He actually just attempts to break free. Uh, And the Phantasm is going to use his force of will to try and hold Henry steady. Uh, Yeah, Henry tries to break free, but because the Phantasm got a six and Henry got a three. Uh, so he actually squeezes harder, and, uh, Henry is even more dazed and confused than he was before, but it is now your turn. I am going to try and use puppetry Okay. to control the phantasm. All right. Uh, what do you tell him to do? Stop. All right. The phantasm is going to spend a fate point to uh, use his aspect feeling of entitlement uh, to gain a plus two on his roll to not stop. <laughs> because he feels entitled to what he's doing. Of course he does. And he's just going to straight up force of will try and resist you. Um, So you, I think, I I think you could roll quick for this. Because I imagine you're very quickly doing this. You know, it wasn't much thought put into it. Okay. Otherwise it would have to be forceful. And I am a kind and generous god. Well, that's good because I rolled a four. Oh boy! And you said quick, so a seven. That's dope as hell because he got a six. 
Oh, God. Yeah, you tell him to stop, and he stops squeezing Henry, and just he just freezes. Uh, but it is now his turn. Um, let me look at your influence. Okay, so it is. he still gets to do his thing on his turn. But on your turn, you get to make him do something. As long as it's not, you know, purposefully harmful to themselves. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he... He reaches out, and uh, his hand just becomes this grotesque, monstrous claw, and as it shoots out towards you, it grows bigger and bigger as he is attempting to slam you up against the wall. Uh, how would you like to defend against this? Um, I'm going to attempt to dodge. 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 All right. Uh, roll quick. That is a five. Nice. He got a four. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just smashes up against the wall as you dive out of the way. But he does pick you to go next. He's still under pup. He is he still under puppetry? He is. Uh, the way puppetry works is you do take total control of him but on his turn he can still take actions okay uh like he he has brief moments of control over himself so he 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 absorbed the other two henry's he absorbed uh the child but henry absorbed the coward okay would asking him to release the child would that cause him harm Mm, you don't know Okay. Well, release the child. Yeah, he uh, he's struggling against this, but eventually his mouth distends, and he vomits the child up. That's a sentence. <laughs> he um, him. Yeah, yeah. But you also see um, the opposite of what you saw with Henry. The phantasm's vibrance becomes a little bit more muted after doing this. Um, so, do you choose Henry or the child to go next? I'm going to choose Henry. All right. Henry, from within these tentacles, uh, reaches out to the child. Uh, and he says, uh, the game is over. Playtime's done. You're a part of me, and we have to do this. And I'm going to roll to see if he convinces the child. Oh my god. Uh, and the child goes, <sighs> I guess we can't play forever. And he walks up to Henry and takes Henry's hand, and one moment the child is there, the other moment the child is gone, and Henry is a little bit more vibrant. Yay! Um, but it is now the phantasm's turn. And the phantasm says, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm done playing. And he attempts to just absorb Henry. Uh, they tied. Oh. Which means nothing much happens. Um, ooh. No, something does happen. Oh. Because on a tie for this kind of thing, he could choose to fail. You know, it's just nothing happens. Or he can choose to succeed at a minor cost. Uh, so you see this... You see the two forms of the Phantasm and Henry just slam together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you periodically see them pull away from each other. Like, they, they slam together into one form, and you just, in these flashes, see them attempt to pull apart uh, until finally there's just the one form there. And uh, the phantasm looks up at you and says, it's time for you to leave. And you jolt, and you are back in your physical body. 
and then you see Henry there. But again, it's to anyone who isn't quite as sensitive to other people as you are, he would look exactly the same, but there's something far more predatory about him now. Uh, but it is your turn. Okay. I'm I'm going to try puppetry one more time. Okay. Uh, what are you going to tell him? I'm going to speak to the phantasm and tell the phantasm that I'm going to tell him that he needs to leave Henry. He needs to let Henry be in control. Um, you say that and... The phantasm looks at you and and says, there is no more Henry. Uh, And on his turn, he chooses to disengage from this conflict. Uh, He opens his mouth and fire just shoots out of it. And you reflexively pull your arms up. And in the moment where you come to grips and remember he can't breathe fire, uh, he's gone. Okay. We're we're in the shop, right? Uh, your apartment. Oh, okay. I book it to Henry's place. All right. It'll take you a little while to get there. What is your plan once you get to Henry's place? I need to see if there's anything at Henry's house that can help me get him back and get rid of the phantasm. Okay. Yeah, and you know where his apartment is, so you... You get there, and, uh, I mean, the door's locked. Hmm. Does it sound like anyone's there? Uh, roll careful for me. Zero. You can't tell. Uh, it's a rather new building, so the walls are pretty well insulated. Pick up my phone, and I call my boss. All right. She goes, um, Miranda, how are you feeling? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Hey, uh, quick question. Just, I was, you know, doing some, some research. Have you ever heard of anything called a phantasm? Oh, yes. They're, they are dark, evil spirits. Um, not unlike a poltergeist, but they tend not to throw things around the room or anything like that. They, they target your fears. Oh, really? Um, just, um... Just out of curiosity, say, how would one get rid of a phantasm? Well, an exorcism always works, um, but so does burning some sage. Uh, oh, one moment. Sir, we're closed. Banging on the door isn't going to make a difference. Can you set out some sage? I'll be there as soon as possible. Oh, thanks. sure, of course. Um, I'll see you. Oh. Oh my god! Ah, and she just starts screaming. I book it to the shop. You get there, and there's no noise. Um, the door is locked, but the lights are on, as if she was closing up. And, yeah, I think you'd be able to see that there is uh, blood on the floor. Oh, I go over to, like where we keep the the um the cleansers mm-hmm. and I grab two sticks of of sage oh you you go like, into the shop oh yeah yeah I just wanted to be because like from outside you can see that there's blood on the floor oh okay then yeah I I, I, I force my way into the shop you get in and uh when you get up to the pool of blood, it it's not as much as your panic initially made you think it was, but you see uh, your boss, and she has clawed herself very, very badly. But she does appear to be breathing, like maybe she just passed out. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has ripped chunks of skin off. Is she conscious? No, she's asleep you think okay i grab some i grab the sage and i light it okay uh you you go through the whole cleansing ritual thing that you've seen her do before and i start 
looking around the shop for the phantasm to see if he's still there. Okay. I won't make you roll because he's not there. Okay. But, um, you know, she starts to come to and uh, she is she's going. Oh, oh, Miranda, what I thought thought there were spiders under my skin. I, I what happened? So you uh, you met the phantasm. You, I, I don't understand. The fan, a phantasm. You made you think there were spiders under your skin. I, oh my god. I, 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 I don't, I, I don't. Uh, there, there's blood. I, I don't. Uh, I, I. Uh, and she seems to be kind of going into shock. I'm going to call an ambulance. Where did the man go? I I don't know. I don't I don't remember. It's okay. It's 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 okay. I'm I'm here now. So I I call the EMTs and tell her to just tell them you had a uh what you told me. She says, um, all right, I I will. And I will say, you're starting to get tired. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It has been uh, quite the day. I make sure she gets loaded up. I give them my information, and I lock up the shop and head home. Okay. Okay. You get home, and I imagine very cautiously open the door. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, but you you check everything, and you double bolt lock chain the whole thing on your door, and eventually you're so tired you do get to sleep, um, and then you have a very weird dream, even by your standards of weird dream, and. Okay. It's your, you're looking through someone's eyes. Um, they're clearly not yours, but this person is like making a quick dinner and they're talking to someone. Uh, and this person says, uh, you know, it's, I'm very impressed. I've never met anyone with abilities quite like mine before, mind you, but to fight me so efficiently it is oh please do you know and he turns and you see that there is uh, a man huddled into the corner in in the fetal position just crying Uh, and he looks terrified Um, and this person you're seeing through or you maybe hard to say uh, says um Could you not interrupt me? I'm trying to muse here. (sighs) And he keeps kind of talking to himself uh, for a while, and you see him eat, and, you know, and it's all from this person's perspective, and he eats, and he showers, and he lays down and goes to sleep, and that's about when you the dream ends. Uh, And then you wake up pretty normally uh, having gotten a decent amount of sleep. Did I recognize the man or the kitchen that I was in? No. Uh, Well, uh, yes, actually you would have. Let me look up his name real quick. It was uh, Professor Lickman. And the voice you were hearing, uh, you're pretty sure, was Henry's or the Phantasm's. First thing I do is I uh, I call the hospital and check in on on the boss. Um, she seems to be doing all right. They just have her under um, psychological observation right now. I tell her that the shop is going to be closed for a week and to not worry about it. Yeah, yeah, she seems fine with that. I 
make my way to the university. All right. Uh, what is your your plan? Planning to go pay a visit to Professor Lickman. All right. Uh, according to his posted hours, he should be in, uh, but he's not. His office is still closed up. Is there like a um, like an admin for the English department? Yeah, yeah, I imagine there would be, uh, and I imagine it wouldn't be too hard to find them. I am going to try and telepathically communicate with the admin to get Lickman's address. Okay. Um, roll careful for me to see if you can just. Because he, he can't, he doesn't know that you can do this, so he can't resist your telepathy. Uh, but roll careful to see if you can parse the right information. Uh, that's a two. Yeah, that's enough. You you get an address uh, that is, in this person's mind, related to Lickman. But uh, until you go there, you're not going to know if it's the right address. Okay. Um, I then pretend to be a student and I'm just, um, excuse me, I was supposed to have a, a meeting with Professor Lickman and he's not there? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. We, we actually don't know what's up with him. We are, uh, he didn't show up for his hours. We've been trying to get a hold of him, but so far no luck. Oh, I hope he's okay. Um, I'm I'll just... sure he is. His phone probably just died. I'll just try again tomorrow. Sure thing. You have a good day. I head straight to the address. Well, All right. Awesome. Um, I swing by the shop and pick up some sage. All right. And then head to the address. Okay. Uh, you get there, and uh, it is. It appears to be a residential address. It's um like a row house, on in a decent neighborhood. You know, he probably bought the place when the market was down. But when you walk up and, you know, ring the bell, you note, or to ring the bell or knock or whatever, you notice that the door is slightly ajar. I take a deep breath. I light the sage and I open the door. All right. Um, you start walking through the house and uh, you get to the kitchen and you see. Dr. Lickman laying on the floor and his uh, eyes have glassed over. Is he still alive? Uh, you He doesn't appear to be breathing. So he's already dead, basically. Uh, if you check for a pulse, he's dead. Okay. Um, unlike a lot of the other ones, he doesn't appear to have been like clawing at himself or bashed his head into anything or anything like that. Okay. I then start looking around, careful not to touch anything. Okay, uh, just looking for any sort of clue you can find? Yeah. Alright, I would say if you're being methodical, roll careful. If you're trying to get out of there quick, roll quick. Um, I'm going to do quick. I got a, a three. Okay, you find a notepad where someone has uh, hurriedly torn a page away like they wrote something down and then tore it off and left. Okay. Any any sign of Henry in, like the, the, in the bedroom or anything? Um, the bed is unmade and uh, someone... And you do see evidence of, like in the sink, you see... Uh, evidence of the meal you saw someone eating uh, last night. Okay. So he's been here. I, I I call the police. Okay. Do you stick around? Uh, No. I just say that I'm a neighbor and I heard I heard a, a I heard a scuffle or something or normally like I haven't seen him in a couple of days. And then I head back to Henry's place. All right. Um, again, the door's locked. I knock on the door. All right. Um, 
you hear a voice say, uh, come in. I go in. All right. Um, you open the door and you immediately see, you, you see more of these people you encountered in the, uh, English department, uh, more, uh, staff and they are tied to chairs, but they don't seem to be aware of where they are. And they are clearly terrified. Like they're, they're looking straight through you. As if they don't even know you're there. And you see the phantasm sitting on a couch uh, with a gun in his hand. And he says, uh, you're just in time. See, I had a very fascinating dream. I'm sure you did. What <laughs> What the hell is your problem? I'm a psychopath. I feel like that's pretty obvious. Yeah, I can, I can see that. But like, what, what is this? Really over some, you didn't get the, the the position that you wanted, so you're going to commit murder? I mean, before. Now it's just for fun. Are you having fun? Eh, I'm starting to get bored. Good, because so am I. Uh, he goes, uh, all right, well, I mean, I guess I'll just kill these guys and... Go find somebody else to torture. I light the sage. He looks at you and goes, You know I'm not a ghost, right? Like, I'm not a literal phantasm. It's just a name. The sage is lit, right? Yeah. Throw it at his head. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and roll quick for me. Uh, That's a four. Uh, you throw it and it hits him before he can react right in his face. Uh, it doesn't really do much, but it does break his concentration. And the people in the chairs kind of look around, uh, these, uh, uh, three people. And they go, what? What the hell is going on? And they start kind of struggling against the ropes. They're still terrified, but now they seem to be terrified for different reasons. And we will count that as your action here, as he is uh, distracted. Uh, okay. you, will, you will have a free invoke of the distracted boost, uh, which you can use at any point during this fight. Uh, but he is going to try and shoot you. How would you like to not be shot? Um, I'm going, I'm going to use my overwhelming voice. Okay. So you're going to try and control him, like command yeah. him to not shoot you. Yes. Um, well, so I'm not sure. Well, the overwhelming voice isn't going to come into play. Uh, okay. But if you want to use force and your influence to try and very quickly command him not to shoot you, you can certainly do that. Yeah, let's go with that. All right. Uh, and you do get a plus two because of your precognition. Okay. And how are, you said we are doing this forceful? Yes. Uh, so that's a three. Uh, that is a tie, which means he does not, you know, nothing happens. You're, you're mostly successful. Uh, or I guess technically totally successful because he didn't shoot you. I was about to you. say when you're, when uh, you're about to get shot, mostly successful is good. We'll take mostly. Yeah. Um, and uh, the hostages can't really do much, but it is now your turn. Uh, you can attack him physically. You can attack him psychically. Uh, you can try to discover an aspect about him that you might be able to use against him. Ooh, ooh, I like that one. All right. Yeah, then the question just becomes, uh, which approach are you trying to use to discover something about him? I'm going to try to cleverly get him to reveal something about himself that I can then use against him. Okay. Other than the fact that I can tell he's in full of a lot of hubris. All right, so you're... Just playing on what you know about him. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, you're like, uh, uh, I don't get it. Daddy doesn't love you, so you have to uh, take it out on the rest of the world. Uh, you know, yeah. he's, this isn't going to make him proud of you. You know, all that stuff. Um, so go ahead and roll clever. Okay. Come on. Oh, thank God. I got a six. Oh, boy. Oh, he got a seven. He got a zero. Ah! Take that, daddy issues. What you discover is that he is uh, second guessing. Uh, he was injured by Henry earlier and took a um, consequence to negate some of that damage. Uh, so he is not quite as confident in his power as he was before. And you have two free invokes of that, uh, which means you can use that to either, well, you can use that twice without spending a fate point to give him a minus two to whatever it is he's trying to do. Okay. And then you can just spend a fate, because you know it exists now, you can just mm -hmm. spend a fate point uh, to continue giving him a minus two to whatever it is he's doing. Okay. Uh, but he is gonna, uh, he is going to try and make you think that, uh, the ground has opened up underneath you and you are falling. I'm going to invoke his consequence. Okay, so he has a minus two to his roll. And how are you going to defend against his psychic attack? You know, you're getting a little predictable, and you're getting a little sloppy. What's going on? You know, you were you were so you were so confident and on it the last time we met, but this time you're just. I mean, I you know I get it. Everybody has an off day, but I would think somebody calling themselves the Phantasm wouldn't, you know, slip like this. All right, go ahead and uh, roll clever. I got a three. Uh, well, he got a zero. So that means you have defended with style. Uh, you have one free boost you can use against him, which is under his skin. Uh, and you can actually, you only get the, the boost once. Uh, but it stacks with his self-doubt. And it is your turn. Keep in mind, the only way to uh, take out... A bad guy is to attack them. But again, you do uh, have the option to attack him psychically instead of physically. I'm going to try doing a mental blast. All right. Which approach are you trying to use to do this? Wish we had one for rude, because that's what I was going to do. <laughs> I think that's probably clever. You know, it was bound to happen you know you're riding on daddy's money and trying to make other people happy and trying to not really working on yourself but trying to cause everyone to fail around you so you look good I mean it was bound to happen you were bound to slip up just you know think that somebody who calls themselves the phantasm and kills people would you know have a little bit more self-awareness and try to work on themselves i love that your like you know blast of mental energy to attack his psyche is also just a sick burn what i do <laughs> did you want to use your boost and your last free invoke of his self-doubt yes all right well um he didn't do great with that minus four, so go ahead and uh, roll clever. Six. That's bad for him, because uh, he got a minus one. Oh. So you, you, the this psychic attack slams up against his mental shields and just tears them down just rips through them like rice paper. And uh, he actually stumbles back and uh, falls down onto the couch. 
uh, as he has had a mild aneurysm. Oh, God. <laughs> and you see blood is starting to pour out of his nose. Uh, he has a, uh, he had to take a major consequence to not be taken out. So he is going to attempt to, he's not being clever. He doesn't say anything. He just yells out and sends this wave of psychic energy at you to try and harm you. How would you like to defend? Uh, I, I look at the, uh, the English department. I apologize, and I try to invoke Psychic Maelstrom. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see here. All right, yeah. Go ahead and uh, roll Forceful, but if you want to spend a uh, Fate Point, you can invoke his Self-Doubt to give him a minus two. I, I'm going to invoke his Self-Doubt. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll forceful. Uh, that is. Oh, come on! I'm trying to get the. Hold on. It's... <laughs> I get you. Uh, it's a one. All right. With you, you try to counter his attack with an attack, but he pushes right through it, and you are dealt one stress. One whole stress. What's that like? <laughs> and, uh... At... Hmm? Uh, okay, so that makes my total two, or... Uh, current two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there, are, there are some abilities that give you extra stress. Um, so having that total there is a good one to have. Okay. But, uh... Yeah, it is now your go. As he is uh, bleeding profusely uh, from his nose and his eyes are bloodshot. This means Henry's going to die. Dang. You don't necessarily have to kill him. I'm going to use puppetry. Okay, so you're going to try and uh, influence him. And I am going to tell the phantasm to get to go to hell. Okay. That is a very clever use of that power. Go ahead and roll clever. That is a four. He only got a three. So glad I didn't waste this. Uh, so you you see him like freeze up for a second, and this look of terror comes over his face, and he starts screaming. Uh, and he falls to his knees and curls up, and eventually the scream stops. But Henry, or the phantasm, is now completely unresponsive. And because of all the noise and the gunshots, it's probably safe to assume that someone has called the police. I was about to say I should just have 911 on speed dial at this point. Uh, do you want to just, like, use your influence power to tell these... Uh, uh, English department people to forget. I was about to say I was gonna probably try to to influence them into misremembering something, altering their memories that they were worried about Henry and came to check on him and found him like this. Um, thought he was threatening to harm himself. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll for that. Yeah, you, you're you able to use your telepathy in conjunction with influence to just alter their memories so that they don't remember you being here. You know, it was this whole thing, uh, and they don't know what happened to Henry. Yeah. And uh, I guess you go home? I don't know. I'm actually going to go... I actually stick around, and and when the wait for the EMTs to show up because I still want to talk to Henry. Okay. Yeah, you you just kind of blend into the crowd of gawkers as they get as the police show up and they get everybody out and uh uh Henry is put on a stretcher, but again, the... he he appears to be completely unresponsive. 
for the sec. What is this like? In like a week, right? Two yeah, weeks? yeah. It's 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 been about a week, a week and a half. For the second time that week, I pretend to be Henry's girlfriend, so I can ride in the the ambulance. Okay. Uh, you're riding in the am- ambulance as the EMTs are just trying to get. Like he's breathing normally, um, his heart rate is a little elevated, and he's you know blinking, but he's just completely unresponsive. I do the whole weeping girlfriend thing. All right, um, what is the plan? Um, I I I cry about how I I've been so worried about him, and I got a call. And he hasn't been to class, and 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 I can't I I can't leave him, and just hanging around the hospital until I can see him. Okay. Yeah, I mean the the police question you, um, but with your telepathy, you're able to kind of give them the answers you know are going to make them stop asking you questions. Um, and you are after several hours allowed to see Henry. Um, and the doctor says, um, we're not sure what is going on as of yet, but, um, he's entered into a catatonic state and at the moment I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold on to too much hope that he's going to come out of it. Can you give us some time alone? Of course. I close the curtains and sit in the chair next to Henry and I attempt to communicate with him uh, telepathically. Okay. You open the channels as it were and it's just screaming Uh, and you know that he is in a nightmare. Henry? Uh, No response. Henry. Still no response. Just screaming. You have to let the phantasm go. He's not you. There's still no response. Is there a way for me to enter his mind again? Like I was when I met the different Henrys. Um, you can try. I head on in. All right. Um, you start to go in, and then you reflexively pull back um, this nightmare. And the first thing you notice is that it's still not Henry. It's the phantasm that's in this nightmare. And it's just, it is not something that can easily be described. But it is something that you might call hell. Hey, phantasm. Uh, he he turns to look at you, and it's it's just this look of fear. Have you learned your lesson? Um, he, yeah, I mean, he just starts begging you to help him. I could, I could help you, but I'm gonna want something in return. Anything, anything you want. I find out. That you are causing Henry harm, or misfortune, or pain, I will send you back with the quickness. I won't. I swear, I won't. I use puppetry, Mm -hmm. and I tell him, come back. I I tell him to come back and submit to Henry. Okay. Um... It takes a minute, but you know the uh, was it EKG, the little heart monitor uh, starts to calm down, and it looks like Henry's just asleep. Uh, I'm gonna use telepathy again. Um, Henry, oh yeah, it, it's he's just dreaming. Okay, uh, but it does seem to be Henry. Henry, Henry, uh, he starts to wake up and uh, telepathically he, he responds to you and he goes what happened? Um, I think you're going to be okay. Okay. 
that's... Thank you. Thank you so much. Get some therapy. And he, uh, he smiles. Yeah, I'll be sure to do that. I stay with him, give him my information, and just tell him, hey, if you ever feel like he's coming back, just give me a call. I'll handle it. I will. Now, uh, I think it's time I face the consequences of my actions. I don't think you have to worry about that. Just get some help. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will. And I I give him a hug, and then I prepare to leave, and I just tell him, if anybody asks, I'm your girlfriend. He, he laughs and goes, uh, all right. And for the next week, you... I imagine try to get some rest. Yeah. And things are kind of starting to go back to normal. Um, you know, your powers weren't able to completely wipe away what the phantasm had done. Um, so Henry does still spend some time. Uh, from what you're able to hear, he's going to spend at least the next 10 months uh, in a psychiatric facility. Um, but That's it's all good. being written down as a a mental break. Um, you know, there's nothing to tie him to the other deaths, but the rumor is that he just couldn't, you know, he started to believe that there was like a curse or something and he just couldn't handle it. And I'm sure they come talk to me and I play the part of the, he just, he was under a lot of stress and, and yeah, no, he would never do this. And, you know, um, his parents pushed him a lot. Yeah, and that's another reason why he tend why why he kind of just goes to this facility instead of prison is because of his parents' lawyers. But yeah, and then the day that the shop opens back up, you have that vision again. The sky is dark and the ground is crumbling apart. Humans with soulless eyes bathed in blood watch as death sweeps across the city, and then suddenly it all reverses and begins again. But before anyone can die, a violet energy engulfs the city and stops it from crumbling apart. And you wake up with another massive headache. Remembering what happened after I had that dream... I send a text to my boss, and I say that I'm not coming in. And with that, this season is done. You got any pluggables? It's the same old pluggables. If you can catch me on the Instagrams at Celine Noir. And if TikTok is still up and running, uh, you can catch me there. And I have been your host, Eli. And uh, if you also use... Uh, work as a coping mechanism for a global pandemic you can find me online at royalartisanprops.com bye bye this episode has been brought to you by we play rpgs podcast network you can support us by rating, reviewing, and recommending us. You can find us online at weplayrpgs.com and on all social media at weplayrpgs. You can buy merch at tpublic.com and searching weplayrpgs. Stay safe.